0: Hello baby, and welcome to Please Don't Send Me Into Outer Space, this podcast intent on exploring all that science fiction and fantasy has to offer, one movie at a time. My name is Joel.
1: My name is Sarah.
2: And my name is Aaron. Not even Super Aaron this time. (laughs) Sorry. Uh, My name is Ernest Uh Borgnine, the cop Aaron.
0: The movie this week is Super Fuzz, a.k.a. Super Snooper, from 1980, directed by Sergio Carbucci and written by Sergio Carbucci and Sabatino Cioffini, starring Terrence Hill, Ernest Borgnine, Joanne Drew, Mark Lawrence, and Julie Gordon. There's probably other names on here, but I just got this short
2: list because, I mean, I don't know. I mean, there wasn't even like a credits sequence at all.
0: No, it was not the beginning.
2: Oh, there was? Yeah,
0: we just didn't have it at the end. Oh, okay. I mean, how, you, the, the movie ended on the perfect note.
2: Oh, yeah. Oh,
0: yeah. It looked like kind of a giallo, like, all we see is his eyes as yes, he's being murdered thing. Mm. I'm not sure. <laughs> uh, the movie <laughs> this week was selected for us by a very special listener. My brother, Kim, no relation. Uh he's uh recently been helping us with upgrading equipment and uh, I just want to say a big thank you so much
2: to you Kim.
1: Thank you Kim.
2: Thank you Kim for both the equipment and this movie. And this no, yeah. I don't why are you guys thanking him for this.
0: What what's going on here?
2: Uh we have a lot to talk about Joel. There's a rebellion. We only got a lot to talk about thanks to Kim. Oh what what do we Because have to first talk of all, about? we can talk into a microphone. Of higher quality now, That's thank you true. yeah and we have we've got some subject matter this movie well i I mean we
0: just finished watching it and, yeah uh, for anyone who's interested in seeing it it is on Amazon Prime if you have prime and it's also on full or in full on youtube. And uh, I, I really can't remember anything about it. we just watched. I mean,
2: now are you saying that because like you're like a war torn uh, refugee and all the horrors you've just seen, uh, you just don't want to re- relive, or or is it just you you'd prefer to 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 just not not talk about this? Like, what's that?
0: no, I'm saying what's that, the story? Like, I mean, did we even watch a movie? That oh, are you saying like it was it like a dream? Yeah, I think I think the only thing. I, wait, hold on. There's something. Something I, I I'm uh do
3: you see?
0: no no that can't be that, that that wouldn't make any sense right I mean it, we've I don't think we've seen a movie with its <laughs> own theme song maybe maybe wheat straw
1: oh, wheat straw you know, I was thinking there aren't that many uh movies that have a theme playing like pretty frequently throughout except uh maybe Hawk the slayer
2: okay <laughs> Slayer definitely had a pretty consistent theme,
1: but this one rivals it.
0: <laughs> I mean, if we're talking about like, mem- oh, yeah, oh, oh, wait, 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 I know what you were doing, I know what you're doing. You wanted me to talk about how Gremlins has a very uh, remember our memorable uh, theme song, yeah, yeah, that's pretty good.
1: Ghostbusters has a memorable. Ghostbusters have a
0: very
2: memorable. Yeah,
1: it's not playing throughout the entire movie though.
0: That's true. Yeah, <laughs> every time the Ghostbusters are doing something ghost <laughs> bust, busting related, they would play that song <laughs> every time. No, that's that's what happened in this one though.
3: Uh huh.
0: And the funny thing is, it's I think they were just playing one chunk of the song. But uh, if you look on YouTube for the theme song, it's a six-minute-long song, so it could have just.
2: that's the the discotheque version yes well
0: i mean did you feel the spirit did you feel like you should be getting up and dancing
2: yeah yeah this was a uh what the hell oh sorry joel i was i was still watching that i was i was uh i was in a trance this Mm. movie put me into a trance-like state i don't think i was given the opportune moment to get up and dance uh the visuals were so crazy (laughs) This movie's crazy
1: yeah the song that's playing throughout the movie um if it had to if it reminded me of another song it's probably shake your groove thing okay play.
2: show um, me how to do it
1: yeah it
0: kind of remind me of prom night
1: the movie
0: no just the song just the the way like the lyrics didn't actually seem to make any sense and
1: <laughs> what what was the song for prom night again?
0: Uh, I just remember the part where it was like,
1: I'm not.
0: it was when, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis and that guy were dancing together.
1: Oh, discoing. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot about that. Oh, wow. I've only seen it the once. Yeah, so have
0: I, but <laughs> it's an important part of history, just like
2: Superfuzz. What would you say Superfuzz is about? Um, Superfuzz is about a man, an American man, all-American. All-American uh, cowboy man. Giddy up. Who's also a cop. Uh, and this movie's about, it's about his adventures.
1: Cowboy man that's a cop? Yep. You know what that reminds me of?
2: What's that mm. remind you of?
0: Rotor. <laughs> oh, see, I was thinking of Rotor because it's another example of a movie with songs in it. Yeah. Yeah. But none of the songs are like, Rotor's coming for you. <laughs> Could you imagine?
2: Can you imagine?
0: <laughs> I mean, that's. I like mean, that's, a
2: disco beat. Like a disco beat to Rotor? <laughs> that's, that's
0: Miami connection, you know?
1: Yeah! Yeah, totally.
3: Rotor's it's
2: coming rotor. for you. <laughs>
1: Loyalty, <laughs> honesty,
2: <laughs>
0: machinery. <laughs> oh! That's what you said.
2: Road is coming for you.
0: Yeah, that sounds like uh, Three's Company. Oh, yeah. Road is coming for you. <laughs> <laughs> Better lock up your door. <laughs> oh,
3: Don't my.
2: be driving late at night. Okay, so this movie made us punch drunk, I can tell already. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs>
2: I, which is a good thing. I, I laughed. I laughed pretty darn hard at this one.
1: There were a couple moments where you were, like, psychic. You knew what was about to happen. That's the
2: thing. I'm a little weirded out by that, too. I don't know how I connected so well with this movie. Didn't
0: you say you had, like, certain cable channels
2: when you were growing up? I, I mean, there's an opportunity. There's There might be a chance that I've seen this before. But I can't... I can't... I can't... I couldn't I couldn't tell you, but well. it just it just felt it felt right at a certain moment when I was like a story beat was going to tie up a certain way. Like it just hit me. I was like, OK, I think it was probably on the rotation before you were born. Yeah, though. it had to
0: be. Yeah, it's, it was saying it was playing on HBO in the in 1980, like
2: literally. So, that yeah, no, I was I didn't later. exist till for for like three years later. So but little little soul Maybe of Aaron in heaven was just waiting for his chance. Nine, nine months before June. So maybe a little bit in 1982. Your father watched it in the twinkle in his eye. That's absorbed right. It. <laughs> absorbed it. That's right. I think it's one of my favorite know. movies in heaven. What can I say, guys?
1: Heard this in the womb. Yeah! Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Okay.
2: Uh, you can hear the heartbeat here.
0: Do, 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 do. Uh, what, what's that other so <laughs> 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 I didn't find much of this to be funny, but man, Aaron or Sarah calling out like, "Oh, is this going to happen?" and then it happening was
2: was hilarious. There was a couple moments where I just I lost it, and I mean, we we can get into it at any moment you want, and I you know I can deliver that for you. But I figured, we, are we going to do like a little bit of a synopsis of this film, or ha- how how we tackle on this? Yeah, let's synopsize this whole.
0: Okay, no, oh, quickly, quickly. Who's got it, Sarah? You got it.
1: Sure, uh, give it a try. A cop who, uh, was a rookie was, uh, paddling through a, uh, the Everglades?
0: Something like that, yeah. And
1: was exposed to radiation.
2: Red radiation.
1: And after that, he had superpowers that he didn't know how to control exactly. But he was able to move a manhole over a cover over a manhole and he was able to detect where some crimes were happening. Anyway, uh, his partner is also the uncle of his girlfriend and there's some shenanigans going on with the criminals in, I'm guessing, Miami where they live?
2: Yeah.
0: Well, if I learned anything from Dexter, it's that Miami is this hive of scum and villainy that, like, crimes are happening all the time. Yeah.
2: Same.
1: It's true. There's always multiple serial killers there at one time.
2: Oh, for sure.
1: <laughs> also, I assume
2: the,
0: the, the TV show and the subsequent movie, Miami Vice, was about Miami, but... I haven't actually seen any of that. It could have been like Miami, Wisconsin.
2: You actually have never seen an episode of Miami Vice? I have not. No. Okay. Why there's, are you so angry? Oh, I'm not angry, dude. Don't hit me. There's a there's a really good Phil no. Co- There's a good Phil Collins episode. Oh,
0: that's all he had to say. Yeah,
2: I think Spencer is the one who turned me on to that. That's right.
0: Yes, I re- I recall him talking about that. So the, the major crime scene going on is a counterfeiting ring in this particular film.
1: Right, they're trying to catch some criminals that have been counterfeiting dollar bills that are pretty convincing. And the uh, super cop has been detecting some crimes. And he has been told by his superior that he isn't supposed to do... Anything without checking with him first. Right. Because he's following hunches. Yeah, they're investigating some crime. And, uh, that's, that's basically where it starts off. Where their, um, journey begins.
0: Yeah, he's a crime magnet. Or he's just, I mean, he could detect anything that's going on by. Elephants. yeah, I don't, did he
2: read those elephants, elephants' minds? Is that what, he, or the was elephants. he seeing the future? I don't. I, um, uh, yeah.
1: I don't even know if he fully knows what his gifts are.
0: No, he's figuring, yeah, he's just figuring it out as he goes along. Move things with his mind, for sure. Psychic. He, a bit psychic. He knows, he is like a, he can tell right before something's about to happen when it's going to happen. Sometimes. Because, like, somebody crosses the street or he knows they're going to get a call on the radio or, uh yeah, st- stuff like that. But, yeah, it doesn't work all the time. He's also nigh invulnerable because he jumps out of, what, ten stories or something? Oh,
2: yeah. Yeah, he, he jumps ten stories down. Mm-hmm. Or dives through a glass wh- plane of window and falls ten stories down. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, a dummy... That was supposed to be-
1: <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. You guys, I just realized something.
2: What's that, Sarah? How did
1: the other guy know what was happening?
2: Which
0: other guy?
1: The dog guy.
0: Oh, that, uh, that's not explained.
1: Oh, okay. Good. I'm just making sure that I didn't miss something. <laughs> well, I
2: mean, he was just like on the sidewalk with a dog when he first experienced... um yeah, when he super when he cop fell and survived right. super cop's fall, and then I think he said something around the lines of like, "I really like your act,
1: the, a beautiful move." Right? Like he, that. Yeah, he yeah. thought it was
0: yeah. But then he he also witnessed it when he, he tried to do the same the trick car. again, and he got hurt oh, that time. That's right. And this guy, I don't know if he was secretly a super genius, but he he put it immediately together that if our if our super cop sees red. It has to be the same. Uh, One of the things we didn't say is the way the way he got his powers was. Did you say that from a nuclear? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, actually, red colored nuclear blast or something. He decides to fire his uh, weapon off in the air. I think detonating the rocket was a coincidence.
0: (laughs) Because it was supposed to go off over the village, anyways. Okay. You
1: know when that when that went off. And his duty right then was to try and track down a parking violation, and the alligator was there and everything. <laughs> yeah. I was kind of wondering if we were in the future.
3: Oh.
2: I didn't
1: know why we would just be letting, like, radiation be everywhere. Yeah. I thought maybe it was a scheduled dump or something. Yeah. Or some chemicals or whatever.
0: That's just, like... A hard look at reality i mean just think about all the nuclear testing and radiation radiation testing that's going on all the time all around us like this movie has some harsh truths in it that's
1: like, very serious
0: it's got you know uh misogyny that shows that like oh in, big in, time in a big window of like obviousness it shows the uh the corruption of the police force you know the roughing up suspects before we even get any information out of them you know uh, it shows them taking advantage of illegal gambling establishments and uh it shows that uh you uh don't have to be from america no i don't know
2: (laughs) i've run out of things to say (laughs) Um. you remember where he was going to put that ticket though uh, yeah, he was gonna put that on the totem pole, I believe, of this particular tribe.
1: I feel bad, but was this guy a good actor?
2: I mean, I think it could have been a lot worse. I don't know. Yeah. he was a really good actor. You know, with, with the material he had, I think he did a pretty good job. Uh,
0: I'd say he had okay comedic timing.
2: Yeah. Uh, there was definitely some pretty quirky moments with him. Uh, but, I think those kind of weird, quirky moments that he had kind of, like, made this movie more fun for me, in a way. Like, his weird laugh uh, <laughs> at finding out some news, or, like, just the way he wore his cowboy hat around kind of really made it
1: for me, in a way. <laughs> there was a lot of stuff going on. Here. There's
2: so much stuff going on in this movie. Yeah, a lot to unpack here. <laughs> I liked his, like, American cowboy disguise when he wasn't in cop uniform.
1: <laughs> That's just his everyday <laughs> Oh, right. exactly. Exactly, yeah. sorry. Sorry.
2: Yeah. Wranglers in a, in a, in a, in a uh, button-up. But. He's got three outfits. He's got his
0: cop uniform, mm-hmm. he's got his cowboy-ish uniform, mm-hmm. and then he's got his, his coveralls that he wears when he's in prison. jail oh, yeah.
3: uniform.
0: That's right. And you mentioned that the way this movie starts is in media res which is he's already they've already tried to execute him three times for committing a murder and he's miraculously survived each time they did
1: a zoom in on a girl's face in the laundromat when they say this on tv or something is it in the laundromat it, it was
0: a laundromat yeah. and she was like washing her red sweater or something i don't know i think we need to go back to the tape
1: Yeah, we don't know who she is at the time, but we find out later that's his girlfriend.
0: That's his forced fiance. Let's keep,
1: let's keep, let's keep,
2: let's keep this, oh straight. man. And he is like, yeah, he wants that wedding proposal, and there's no ifs, ands, or buts about that.
0: You're going to marry me and you're going to like it.
2: Yeah. And I I like that her reaction is
0: at the the first time that happens is she slaps him, and the second time she doesn't she doesn't respond. And then, uh, to spoil the ending, it, it, like, switches to them getting married, but she's she's pulled a trick on him. So, I think she was, I think she wasn't, uh, into it. The the way a character wouldn't be. Or, or the way a person wouldn't be, rather, not a character.
2: I agree with you. I felt her response in the end was, uh, fantastic. To the scenario she was, she was in.
1: Yeah, I mean... She did seem to like him, but I thought that was kind of lame that he was trying to force her. Like, Yeah. I was still like, if she likes him, why should he have to try and convince her?
2: That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, like, like, why
1: doesn't he just, like, say, do you like me or whatever? Well,
0: he's not from this country. You gotta give him a break. I mean, he's all American, but he's not from this country. He but grew he- up in the hills, Joel.
1: And he likes <laughs> football. <laughs> yeah. With, American football.
0: With the mountain people? I don't. <laughs> oh no, no! That's all he said. Just <laughs> means he can't swim. I don't think it. I don't oh. Know what kind of customs they have in the mountains. That's You're saying. Another
1: skill he has. He can walk on water.
0: Oh yes. Oh yeah. Yep. Yeah. And uh, he has these super quick reflexes, so he can actually catch bullets. Not even dodge them. He just, like, catches them. I thought that was actually kind of creative. Yeah. You know, like not not just like bullets bouncing off him, like mm. he, he turns his gun over after the thing and the bullets fall out of the barrel, so he perfectly caught them each. Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool.
1: Yeah.
2: What'd you laugh at? Super trooper? Oh He's okay. a, the song. Yeah.
1: It's gonna be in our head.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh listener listener brother Kim. Yep. that song brother kim <laughs> What? well brother to joel yes uh, he's my
0: brother i don't know
2: are we start are we adopted are we about am i to start
0: making acolytes for the podcast yes So there's brother kim brother scott yep brother spencer yep uh, uh brother uh, <laughs> yeah I'll, I'll i'll come up with some other ones Good. i apologize
3: <laughs>
0: Right in today if you want to be uh, an acolyte for the podcast that's uh please don't podcast at gmail.com
2: your requirement is you must watch uh this movie got to watch this movie though. No. It's a
0: requirement. You have to watch Quincy's Quest. <laughs> which came up
2: during the show and I am very
0: <laughs> insulted. Why? Because you were saying like isn't this just like Quincy's Quest? And I'm like no.
1: I didn't say that.
0: I I, I did though. Yes, Aaron, Aaron said, said it. Aaron said it. Oh, I wasn't I wasn't looking at you when I said that right I was looking at Pierce Brosnan's face, but uh, that has nothing to do with what we're talking about. Aaron, how could you say something like that?
2: Is that going to be our next movie? I don't know. It looks pretty cool. No. Okay. Nomads. Anyone know anything about nomads? Uh, send an email, please. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what, what is your guys' favorite effect in this movie? Hmm. Like, what was, the, what was the thing that Super Cobb did that you most got a kick out of?
1: The styrofoam cup. Oh yeah! Well, through the air was my favorite. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I was thinking that, like, uh, uh, yeah, that's <laughs> that's a very special moment for us watching it. But I was thinking that, like, of all the things to be using your power for, like, you you can't get your lazy ass out of the car and grab that cup of coffee. <laughs> Like he, he uses that power to like save his his boss from falling down a manhole, and then later he like uses it to move an entire like Mack truck into into a parallel parking space. At this time, he's just like, I really want that coffee, and and Ernst Borgnine's taking his sweet ass time. It was a special effect, though. See, the movie wasn't designed for these HD TVs, so you know we're, we're oh. breaking that wall
1: what was your favorite effect
0: who me yeah i liked it when he escaped from prison not not the escape part but the part where after he jumps out of the wall and he does like a perfect diagonal oh. line into the ocean yes oh, yeah, yes that was
3: pretty good. yeah i, I
0: really want to rewind it and be like is there just a dummy on a rope or something? <laughs>
3: Because, like,
0: it's not an animation. It's, like, something shot, like, in a perfect diagonal line from a building or rooftop all the way to the ocean.
2: Well, it's funny you mention that particular scene, Joel, where he's doing, like, the Superman fly dive into the water, Mm -hmm. because my favorite scene happened right after that.
0: Oh, right after that?
2: Yeah, and that was when he was swimming under the water, and he runs into a fish, and he asks that fish for directions to where he can find... A boat that's been sunk mm. uh, and there's like little water bubbles coming up out of the fish's mouth to indicate that he's like responded that's real mm-hmm. it's, a, it's, to, it's a, rea- a
0: real thing happened
2: I, uh, that, yeah. that, that was the moment where like when like reality <laughs> snapped for me <laughs> and, and and then it just got even like even freaking crazier after <laughs> <laughs> that because then he does find the boat and he takes a piece of bubble gum <laughs> Underwater, he blows it up to the size of like a hot air balloon or some. It's
1: a giant balloon that can carry people through the air.
2: My gosh! Yeah, he
0: fills that thing with so much carbon dioxide from singing his theme song that it for for some reason it <laughs> floats
3: <laughs> floats
0: above the city. And him him and Ernest Borgnine are just hanging out on top of it. And that's that's a disaster. Way that like that would be terrifying. Oh yeah, can you imagine. Yes. Yes, I can't imagine. <laughs>
1: ah! It would be scary.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, there's a there's a color colorful cast in this movie. I have to say, like our, our lead guy is cool and all, but I gotta say, I I love Ernest Borgnine in in anything I see him in. Like I, I have not been disappointed by um, anything I've seen. Him. I just I just watched The Wild Bunch a couple days ago. and He's so good in that.
1: I feel like he never half asses it for sure. It's always he's always willing to throw himself into any crazy thing that's going on, and that takes bravery and strength to do, yeah, yeah, yeah and he's, he's, he's not a super af- trooper. he's not afraid to make himself look kind of silly either yeah
0: I mean he does he he dances like Fred astaire, so. yeah. You you get you get those twinkle toes out on the floor, my man.
2: I I really wanted him to do something crazy. I was waiting for some Fred Astaire floor. stuff go, to go down, I but think, think that was just like confidence. Like,
0: yeah, you know, maybe <laughs> Borg and I just didn't have the <laughs> the um
1: Werewolf- all. <laughs> <it was, laughs> the
0: coordination is what I was thinking. Oh, <laughs> coordination yeah. to be able to do something more complicated than you know a waltz or whatever.
1: Yeah. I liked
2: uh I like the gang members too. Yeah. The the Paradise, was that his name? Yes, it was Paradise. Paradise I Alley. believe he was my favorite of the gangsters. You said that was you, right? Uh the, no. Oh I I think I meant in the sense of like if I had been a character in the movie You with your blue I, hat and your mustache. Yeah, fashion sense wise. His Hawaiian shirt, white hat combo with business coat over Hawaiian shirt. Oh,
0: that's... Mm. No, okay, it definitely was Miami if mm. you were a Hawaiian shirt. Yeah.
2: Yes. I, ironically, they don't wear
0: Hawaiian shirts in Hawaii, right?
1: I don't... uh Well, I know some people do. Oh,
0: okay. <laughs> Just checking.
1: They bring them with them or they buy them there. Um
0: The big market.
1: Criminals in this movie all seem to be connected in a small ring... To people who they know, there's not much um, separation between where these crimes are happening and where they are. And he's got a little bit of a gift, so he's following that. But it's like they find out that one cr- one guy that they're looking for knows these other criminals, and then the guy, go- the actress that his partner had a crush on all these years, ends up being connected to the criminals and helping them. The only person who didn't tie in was his girlfriend, I think. That was, oh, and the chief of police or whatever.
0: Yeah, not until the end when when they, they kidnap her magically.
1: Yeah, that's yeah. true. I forgot about that.
0: that that's about it. So I yeah I mean they could have tied a whole bunch of threads like because there's that part where at they're at the football game and for some reason he the person wearing the only person in the audience or in the the <laughs> the crowd that's wearing, wearing red, red. shirt sure happens to be some criminal they've been looking at uh for the whole time but that's that's just a a whatever part
2: yeah what a coincidence your criminal and uh. <laughs> Some dude's superpower can only be affected by if, if you're wearing red and he's trying to get a moment of zen and your red is messing up his moment of zen.
0: Oh, it's not a moment of zen. It's a moment of, uh, she said she'd kiss me if there was no one else
2: in the stadium. Oh, that's right.
1: That was a little bit creepy. There mm. were two different parts with this guy that were a little bit creepy.
2: Yeah, he's not handling the whole romance thing very well, is he?
1: Football stadium. Was that her idea? If it was, that's cool. But I'm guessing that he took her to this football game. Who knows? And then he said he really wished that he could get her alone. And it's like, don't be creepy. Like, I understand. I understand if you say something like, I'm really enjoying spending time with you or whatever. I can't wait to like, Yeah. Be home later or something like that. But to be like, like I'll take you someplace almost sounds like he's going to drag her into a storage locker or something. I don't know. (laughs) Like, it just sounds... Very Dexter. Yeah. creepy. (laughs) Get into
0: the back of my police cruiser. Uh, What was the other uh, creepy part you were thinking of?
1: The other creepy part, you may have stepped out for a second, but it was the part when he said you're going to learn to love my oh. powers. Yeah. And that's when he
0: froze, he you, froze her he in froze time. He
1: froze her in time and said,
0: not you're cool. going
1: to marry me whether you like it or not. And then he kissed her while she was still frozen. Yeah. And when she was able to move again, she hit him in the face and left. Yeah,
2: that should have been the end of the relationship.
1: Yeah, we thought that they were broken up.
2: Oh, I think that's Well, yeah, because immediately after that, ends up going to the the nudie bar.
1: Oh, yeah, totally. That was the transition (laughs) right afterwards. Yeah, he
2: immediately heads out to the nudie bar. Kim, why is there a nudie bar in this movie? (laughs)
1: You're asking your brother on the podcast. Kim,
0: I thought thought up until now this would have been an appropriate movie for children, that
2: all of a sudden there's there's something else going on here. some ladies in some little sequins dancing on yeah. a stage and you could you could watch this and be like hey those ladies are all wearing
0: clothes well some of them are not wearing opaque clothes some of them are wearing transparent stuff well and i know because i i walked up to the tv and got real close
2: i mean uh, there's a little bit of a nosebleed still on your television uh, anime nosebleed
1: i wasn't sure until that part if this was supposed to be like one of those disney movies like you know, Freaky Friday or the
3: Mr. Herbie Super Invisible. Or, yeah, exactly. oh yeah,
1: that's what it reminded me
3: of—the
1: uh-huh. sound effects and kind of comedy and like. Yeah, I mean it was a. This was a fun movie to watch. Oh yeah, and super visible was too. I'm
0: just, I'm just teasing my brother. I don't. Know. Yeah. <laughs> I do.
1: But you don't see naked ladies in that. I mean, it wasn't. It, 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 it was no
0: tits and tats, you know, from uh, Stone Cold. But oh
1: right, totally. I've w- got no room to talk. <laughs> right.
0: I almost thought. Like, oh, he's going into a place that says it's a a strip club, nudie bar, or whatever. Like, maybe he's going to head straight to the back to talk to the boss. No. No, we, I mean, there's some woman who's very awkwardly dancing in the front. And then, like, when he does go find the back, there's a whole bunch of ladies dancing, like, in the background. So, and Tony Soprano's there for some reason. (laughs) I hate that that club was called Bada Bing. That's a terrible... Oh, that's the- <laughs> okay, never mind.
2: <laughs> I just... Maybe it's very difficult. Uh-huh. Oh, it's all good.
0: He's I mean, a super trooper. When it comes to clubs in movies, now I can think of at least three. This movie, Stone Cold, and uh what was the Sean Connery in Space one? Oh,
3: yeah. Because that
0: definitely had gyrating people... Doing things uh, out
2: Outlander Outland Outlander. Outland Yeah,
0: no, out- Outlander is the the sexy uh, Scottish uh, oh, TV show. Oh, sorry, Outlander. Oh, no, it's okay, I understand. That's HBO, and that's also uh, uh marland
2: Oh yeah,
3: Outlander.
2: Outlander. You're wasting my time, Outlander. Uh-huh. Dover King. Do- Nova King. Nova King. Dova Dova. Dova. You must be one of the Dova. What is that? Dova is is the word of dragon oh, in in, oh, okay, in Skyrim. So Skyrim, huh? Yeah. Dovahkin. You must be one of the Dova.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, I would tell you about the things in the, <laughs> in the Skyrim. Why is he Italian? I
3: don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <He's totally> Swedish.
0: <laughs> and speaking of that strip club scene, this is this is where he really gets like. I mean. With the three gangster guys, he's been doing this like uh, Three Stooges type thing. Yeah, but with the boss of this club, he, he's just he's pushing around and I'm punching him, and then he finally takes out his badge. Like, whoa!
2: I got the feeling that this was like his reaction to having his relationship problems. Man, oh, could take he's it on on some criminals. Mm, okay,
1: it was abuse of power. Yeah, for sure. He was not. I mean, you see this on detective shows where they go and start asking questions when they're not with anybody else, and they're kind of trying to shake some answers loose or whatever. But in this movie, he's kind of being funny, but he's also kind of being a jerk. Oh, yeah. Like, the first time he run has a run-in with the three bad guys, it's at the... What's that guy's name? Uh... Torpedo? No, the guy with the dogs.
0: Oh, it's like Silvio or something like that? Silvano?
1: Yeah. The first time he runs into them, they come into that guy's house, and initially he's like, you guys can all try to beat me up, and then he sees a red sleeping bag and gets knocked through a window.
0: Yeah, plenty of defenestration in this Yeah. Oh, Yeah.
1: Yeah. And then he bounces right back and then basically, like, tries to kick all their butts real fast before they leave. It's really, it's kind of silly because, like, why not just, like, arrest them or something yeah. in the first place for breaking into someone's house? But.
0: He's a rookie. He just, you know, he doesn't.
1: I don't I know. Guess. I don't know. But the part where, like, he slams their hand in the car, like... Oh, yeah. That was, like... That would be terrible if that really happened in (laughs) real life. It was pretty slapstick and three stooges, yeah. I was like, wow, that would not be okay today. Mm -mm.
0: The the weird thing about when he's, like, he's looking for Sylvia's or whatever his name is, and it's... It's, like, totally unrelated to the crime thing. He, like, wants to find him because he thinks that the the old man's going to be able to tell him why his powers sometimes don't work. But it's like, oh, by the way, three other people are also looking for him. Oh, why is that? I don't know. And he goes, and then the gangsters show up. And then later we find out they killed him. Yeah. (laughs) Which is weird. Yeah,
1: they admit to it. And you never hear anything else about that.
0: Yeah, because the last time we saw the old man, he was in a car driving away. And, and, uh, of course, our superhero friend was keeping up in pace because he's got super speed.
2: I hadn't even realized that they had murdered him.
0: Yeah. The, the boss says it when he's admitting all those things. Oh. With his other power, which
2: is the power of... Persuasion. Persuasion. Jedi mind trick, Which he
0: doesn't use on his girlfriend, which is admirable only in the sense that I I would have thought that he would have done that, being so forceful with her.
2: I, I, I wish I could agree with you, Joel, but it was kind of really creepy seeing him freeze her in place. And like and like demanding that she'll be okay with his powers. It was kinda like an Akira moment (laughs)
1: in a lot of ways. He let the power go to his head, I think, Mm -hmm. in some of these situations, he's just like, Yeah, you think you can do this? Well, I'm gonna do this and make it impossible for you or hurt you or whatever or make a fool out of you in public, whatever it is he feels like doing. (laughs) I mean, he's kind of a little bit mean.
0: What? A, uh, so Okay, so to, to spoil the end, the uh, the way she tricks him at the wedding is he pulls off her veil and she's got red hair. I think he's the kind of guy who would be like, now that she's asleep, I'll
2: cut off all her hair. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, that might be a possibility.
1: <laughs> I wouldn't want to get married to somebody that I could potentially be an endangered servant to.
0: <laughs> That's where you draw the line. Okay, I'm going to write that down. Uh, the other, uh, the one other creepy thing you didn't mention is that that whole beach scene part, where he pulls the uh, the sandlot and she's trying to give him her mouth to mouth and it's like, oh, put oh my arms yeah, her. But yeah. But that's okay because she liked it.
1: What is it? What's up with all these shenanigans <laughs> he's pulling? Like, why can't he just be normal some of the time?
0: Listen, in movies, you know, in in, in Italian movies, Italian men are always super lusty guys who are like. Oh, there's a woman. There's a woman walking by. Oh, I've got to say, the most gross things I wouldn't ever say to anybody.
1: Like in that one we started hey, watching. I'm yeah. A
0: cord. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
1: I just remembered a man called Rage too.
0: Oh, oh. now that is a good movie.
1: And that beat that they drop in the club—I forgot about oh, that Oh,
0: dang! Like <laughs> Listener, go back and and listen to the "A Man Called Rage" episode, there is some good some good beats in there. Some jams, some weird jazzy slash dancey <laughs> disco things. The, the the music that like I usually recall to to go completely off subject and and talk about this that I usually just like randomly get stuck in my head is. Uh, from uh, late Ladyhawk. Oh, okay. It's like the the industrial guitars or whatever.
1: If I'm trying to think of a song from a movie, I usually think of uh, Top Gun. <laughs>
0: nice. I haven't heard it. I haven't heard that. Is this sci-fi or fantasy?
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's somebody's fantasy. Oh, yeah. Wait, that's, uh, Ferris Bueller. Never
3: mind.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: I'm, like, trying to look up what the other words were in that song.
0: <laughs> it's it's dumb. Yeah, I don't even remember. It's it's the same lyrics as the, uh, the Super Trooper song, oddly enough. I think I almost forgot it and then he's saying it again. You're welcome. It's not. You're welcome. That's fine.
2: So I'm here for, Jill. Mm. Uh, um. <laughs> this movie, guys. This movie.
1: I know. It kind of reminds me of that one we watched, too, that was Under the Ocean. There huh? was a... You know, the one where they had, like, a whole habitat... Under like a biosphere.
0: You talking about the the James Cameron
1: movie,
0: uh, uh, the Abyss? No. Oh, okay. Oh, you're talking about the one that Aaron picked, where it was the the whole city underneath, and they were all geniuses. Yes. You remember the name of that one with Cesar Romero in it? Oh. And like Toho was a co-producer. Yeah.
1: I can't. Nah, remember. I can't remember. It was like... That was like thousands. too many movies
2: ago.
0: Was it the Dungeon Master? No, it wasn't that one either. It wasn't Rage Quest. Rage War. Rage War. Latitude Zero, that's why. Oh, yeah.
2: Latitude that's why Zero. That yeah. was a trip, guys.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'd say it's on the, the... The difference between Latitude Zero and this movie is that Latitude Zero had a bunch of recognizable actors in it. yeah. And this was uh, basically just an Ernest Borgnine vehicle that happened to star somebody else.
2: <laughs> Do you get to see a lot of Ernest Borgnine's butt in this movie? Yeah. Why?
0: Why did they have so many scenes where he didn't have his pants on? That was really weird.
2: I asked myself this question uh, a few minutes ago as well. Yes. Sure.
0: I have no answer. So the the way the movie wraps up is that the criminals somehow manage to frame our super cop, into uh, making it look like he murdered his own partner, which I don't, I mean, I know what they did. They trapped Ernest Borgnine in a freezer on a ship, and then they sank the ship, which, luckily, the freezer was an
2: airtight unit. Yeah. So he was
0: cryogenically
2: frozen or something. Fully sustainable for uh, cryogenic life.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. And when SuperCop, who was in a helicopter, <laughs> returned to the police station, they were ready
2: to arrest him. Oh yeah, they were ready, dude.
1: They didn't have a trial. They actually accused him of the crime, decided he was guilty of the crime, and then took him straight to do his sentence,
2: yeah, uh, which was a death sentence. Death sentence oh, yeah.
1: to be executed. Yep. Immediately.
2: And he wanted to eat a whole
0: bunch of be- he. Why did he want to eat all those beans? An unexplained question. I
3: don't, uh, He
1: said that he was, exper- if he'd sinned at all, that it was gluttony. So that makes me think he must really just think they're delicious. He
2: just loves beans. Yeah. Like, that's like, after a long day of super, super copping, he just comes home and he's like, oh man, all that super crime. Man, nothing gets me hungrier than these baked beans.
0: It just. And uh, I mean the only other time we see him dealing with food at all
2: is when he's uh, making a, a
0: meringues you were saying or something like that.
2: Uh that was an obnoxious amount of cream or something he <laughs> yeah, was making a, a
0: huge amount of it
2: things. was like three or four different bowls. We never
1: got an explanation on that either right not uh, thing. Just his
2: power allowing him to continue to he's to eating. stir it is yeah. just a lot of unanswered questions that we need to know the answer for. <laughs>
0: They were
1: ways to demonstrate his skills most of the time. Right, it's silly. I mean Yeah. He was a mixer. He was an automatic mixer in that part with uh, his mind. He was stirring even though he wasn't there anymore. That's
2: right.
0: I was trying to think of another power scene. I'm trying to I mean there were there were a couple of times where he saw through trucks to like cat like the the a truck full of people illegally gambling, which I hope isn't a thing. But I don't know uh finish. oh have you seen the uh um speed racer movie of course i have it on blu-ray oh cool
2: yeah there was no legal illegal gambling ring but there definitely was some sort of uh truck oh, being yeah used that's right for the, some some suspicious purpose
0: racer x is like doing all those fancy tricks while yeah. trying to get the truck yeah i was thinking of that scene in um what was it no, it wasn't Daredevil. It was the first season of Iron Fist. They like find a truck where a guy oh, is working yeah. and that that guy gets horribly uh injured. Yeah. So, maybe I'm totally wrong about trucks. I just I just feel like they're more stable, you know, in nowadays, but back in the
2: 80s, it would have been a really hard time to have, you know, card games while you're standing up. Right, yeah. right. It's, Gotta say, it's some pretty good coverage though, you know? Why yeah. would you want to look in there? Yeah. He should have just shot some holes in it. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's 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 busy catching bullets inside of his gun, Joel.
0: That's true. Instead of firing them. Yeah. He doesn't he does not use his gun. Although as a police officer, he has every right to shoot anyone he wants to. That's right.
1: God. <laughs> um what? I had to look up to see if there's any connection because the ABBA song Super Troopers came out. The album came out in the same year that this movie did. And I was trying to picture like if they had planned on having that as like the theme going through the whole thing. Oh, yeah. Like what it would have sounded like and what it would have looked like. But I couldn't find any connection at all. So I don't know. How does that
0: um, song go? Is it, is it like?
2: So, like, out, outside of the, the Mamma Mia movies, um, did Abba ever do a song for a movie? I, you know what? I can just ask Google later. Yeah, There's well,
1: some ABBA songs in movies, but I don't know if ABBA ever wrote a song.
2: Right, in right. Movie. Isn't
0: that in, in Mario's Wedding? Isn't that ABBA that she's yeah. just...
1: obsessed with? Okay. Yeah. Cool.
0: But I don't think they wrote any songs for that. Yeah. Movie. This song, this movie, I don't know if you've emphasized this, only had one song.
1: Yeah. I, you were saying that it was on HBO a lot.
0: Well, uh, the first item on the, in trivia on IMDb is this movie was on rotation in, in 1980 on HBO. Nice. So uh, apparently it was important to several people besides the people I'm related to. Important to those IMDb officials.
1: <laughs> I feel like it's the kind of movie that you wouldn't plan on seeing, but if it was just on that maybe you would like watch it a couple times. <laughs> yeah, it's
0: perfect for that. Especially yeah.
1: if you were a kid, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah.
2: Speaking of that, who is this movie for?
1: That's what I was wondering.
2: I this really does feel like a kid's movie, but then obviously it has some weird nudie bar moments. I think um, if you can
0: cut out that entire part of the movie, you wouldn't harm it in any way whatsoever. Yeah. Because although you do see the club owner character come back at, at the, at uh, one of the endpoints, it's not like we're, we would have been like, who's that guy? Because there are a whole bunch of people in this movie that yeah. we're not wondering who they are. Totally. And they didn't really establish anything in there except for that this club, this strip club has the counterfeit money also. Mm hmm. And that super cop is a jerk.
1: Yeah. I feel like the rest of it could all be like, even, even the one, the, what did we see? Return to, return from Witch Mountain recently. A lot of the stuff that happened in this reminded me of like the practical effects in that. And some of the things that were going wrong with the, you know, the bad guys were being kind of made fools of and stuff. Oh yeah, and then they just casually mentioned they murdered a guy. (laughs) Like,
2: yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't,
0: I don't even know what to do with that. Yeah. I mean, they did, they get, you could casually scrape. The, the way the movie handles it, I'm not sure a kid would be like, like we are being like, wait, wait, did they just say they assassinated a dude?
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I feel like if I was a parent and, uh, you, you could be one of those, what are you watching moments? <laughs> like, oh, I'm just watching Superfuzz. Are those women. Dancing without tops on... No! no.
1: (laughs) It wasn't like this a second ago.
0: (laughs) Kim, you get in your room right now. Okay, sorry.
1: (laughs) I looked... (laughs) I looked up on Wikipedia and they have a bunch of, like, tributes to ABBA that happened on different shows and, like, mentions of their songs being included, but I didn't see anything about them doing a soundtrack aside from their, yeah, musical. But yeah, this movie seems totally random to me. It's oh yeah, really, I mean, thanks, Kim. It was definitely a fun watch. Oh yeah, we were we had no idea what was coming.
0: Oh, it was it was a lot of fun
2: to watch. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's bonkers.
1: And I'm feeling like I thought there were going to be some things connected, like by the end, or that there was going to be some. Uh, I thought that. I thought that we were going to find out there were other people that had also been affected.
3: Yeah. Mm. And that, that
1: was why the guy with the dogs was running from them. I thought maybe he was psychic or using something to make dogs talk and dogs run faster or something. Yeah, it could have, yeah.
2: could have been
0: like Misfits where, like, everybody got different powers, like, for yeah, the lightning. Yeah, totally.
2: Yeah. Totally.
1: totally. And at first, before they explained the red thing, I thought the guy in the red shirt in the football stadium was uh, was one of them, too. I thought he was just, like, a bad guy one. Yeah. No.
0: That, I mean, they were saving all that for the sequel. You know, super Trooper 2. Super, super 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 Snooper 2.
1: The way the music cut in all the time kind of reminded me of a TV show. Like...
0: Yeah, it seemed like you had one specifically in mind, but I, I didn't know what you were I talking did. about.
1: I did. I did. I'm trying to remember <laughs> what it is. I want to say I watched it in reruns on in the 80s and that it was something that either was about crime fighting or the military. Yeah, I'm not sure what I'm thinking of. but But when you go to and from an action with the same song... I mean, Batman does that a little bit, the old Batman TV show.
2: Well, then there's definitely that that little helicopter ride they have that's very Batman-esque.
1: Yeah, totally.
0: Yeah, I mean, Batman. the difference is that, like, in Batman, they had certain songs for certain situations that, you know, they, they would reuse over <laughs> right. and over again. But and, I see what you're and, saying. And, of course, Batman and Robin were always get in the same situations. But, yeah, in this one, like, the situation was he was he was using his powers, I guess. Which there, is the movie.
1: There may have been another show, too, that did it. Like, every time they went to commercial break, I'm trying to remember...
0: Uh, I re- there. There was that one show that was like bram, ribam, every time it's a commercial.
1: Which show? Seinfeld. Yeah. Oh duh, Yeah. I was like, that sounds like Seinfeld. That's what it was. <laughs> Super Seinfeld.
2: Did you ever play the Seinfeld video game? Uh, no. yes, I did. Cool. Thanks. <laughs> no, thank you, Joel. You're welcome. This is the content I can provide for this yeah. podcast.
1: A video game? If if the, I think there's a board game, right, or a trivia game? I don't even know. I'd probably win that game.
2: Somebody modified <laughs> a, a level of Doom to be like Seinfeld. Yes,
0: you can. We've talked about this on a previous episode. No way. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, I, I guess even, it's just on my mind I that even much. Put a link into the show. Holy the smokes! Yeah.
0: Not to say we're retreading yeah,
2: we're here. But, oh, but we are. Yeah, it happened. Well, well, well. Here we are. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear about a Seinfeld game? John <laughs> never mind.
1: I mean, it wasn't Magnum PI, was it? I don't know. I'm still trying to remember. Nah, let's which let's show Mag- not do that. Eh? Okay. Ma- ma- <laughs> Magnum
2: PI does begin and end with the same soundtrack, Song. though. Yeah. Right. It's not that weird.
0: Anything X else Files wanna... as
2: well. Nope. Stop it.
0: Anything else you want to see? About Super <laughs> fuzz.
2: Super fuzz. Super fuzz. Uh, it was a good time. I laughed. uh I don't know if I'll ever rewatch this movie, but there were some pretty good moments that made me laugh real hard. There were some moments that were like, "I can't believe that just happened." Uh, (laughs) Oh, and by the when you predicted the ending, uh, not not the very end,
1: but right before the end. Yeah, talk about that stuff.
0: I mean, did what, what did that strike you guys as like when you when you see a production and you hear a gong sound?
2: Does that automatically make it racist or? All I know is there was a lot of discussion when I was in elementary school about digging holes to China. Sure. Uh, and I thought because this movie looks like it might have been written by someone who had been in elementary school. <laughs> <laughs> that it, too, could end with our characters digging a hole to China. I think you're making a leap there. And, uh, it did.
1: Oh my gosh.
2: It did. It did, listeners. It,
1: I... uh... <laughs> I have so many problems with that. No, it's... It, it's the end of a silly movie with a silly ending, but I I think, um... He was supposed to be catching somebody falling out of the air. Right. And then he said that he took the force or whatever happened to make him come all the way through the earth.
0: The fall, Ernest Borgnine's
2: body weight was so much that he fell directly through the earth. Is that
1: what they were trying to say? (laughs) I don't
2: know. Uh, I mean, if you're trying to figure out physics and science out of this movie, he did fall off of a giant inflated... Uh, bubblegum balloon.
0: When you mm-hmm. think about it, like the, the argument from that stupid show, The Big Bang Theory, was that Superman couldn't have caught Lois because she would have died from the, the impact, impact of landing in him, right? Yeah. Right. So technically, they went around that by making him dig a farther hole down so that he could slow down, and then they ended up in China anyway. So I think what we're looking at is, is a scientifically accurate way to save Ernest Borgnine's life. Alright, fair enough. So what I'm saying is, this is a perfect movie.
2: Anyone? <laughs> Tumbleweed cricket noise.
1: There was another moment that was kind of crazy like that. <laughs> that was like, Aaron called it. What was that other part?
2: The part that I called was uh in connection with the beginning of the movie. Because our celebrity actress... Uh who ernest borgnine's sergeant was obsessed with this actress uh she was working with organized crime uh and he told her about the color red being a weakness weakness. of his super cop friend yeah
1: you said ahead of time that he was gonna tell her what the weakness was not knowing that she was involved with the bad guys And that is exactly what happened. Not much longer afterwards. (laughs) I mean, she was
2: bringing red flowers to the prison in the beginning of the movie, and it just it clicked. I was like, "Oh, well, now that we know that's the weakness," I was like, "Yeah."
0: Well, I knew she was a bad guy. Uh, I didn't know
2: that that was
0: she was the one who was going to find out. But I mean, that's as good enough reason as any for them to find out. Ernest Borgnine, traitor.
2: But he wasn't really though he was just in love and he wanted to he wanted to impress the, his 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 uh imaginary relationship lady I, I think mean, you should get the chair I mean if you think about it Joel like uh what what if you met a celebrity lady you were and you were in love with like uh I would tell her everything There you go you tell her all of mm-hmm. all of the weaknesses damn it There you go Joel it happened but you'd be dancing like Fred Astaire with her, though.
0: Oh, I could dance much better than, than Ernest Barton. I'm just putting that out there. <laughs> awesome. All right. I think we're good, yeah?
2: <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this movie makes me laugh. <laughs> and I had a really fun time watching it. Same here. Yeah,
0: thanks
2: a lot, Kim. Yeah, thanks, uh, Kim. Wait, hold on. Let me take that over Thanks a lot, Kim.
1: Yeah, you thank go. you so
2: much. Yeah, thank you, Kim, who is Joel's brother. Thank
0: you. Um, guys, um, no, you're not getting what I let me one more time. Thanks a lot, Kim. <laughs> Anyways, I'm gonna read the outro stuff. You guys think of a lesson that you learned from Super Fuzz, aka super snooper? He's a super trooper. Ba 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 ba, ba, ba. Hello, listeners, if you'd like to send in a suggestion to us or a comment or you want us to read something on the air, you can email us at please don't podcast at gmail.com or follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash p-d-s-m-i-o-s. If you have a few dollars you'd like to send our way, I recommend you go to our the uh, site coffee, that's dot com and uh, look for our page there. It's... a uh, at pdsmios. And you can send us three dollars. Buy us a cup of coffee so we don't fall asleep in case a movie is particularly boring. And, uh, for the small price of nine dollars, I will draw you a picture of, uh, something from the movie Wizards. That's right. Oh, nine dollars. Nice. I will draw you a picture. Now, uh, you two, mm-hmm. would you say that I am an artist? Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Would you say that I am good at drawing?
2: I gotta say, uh, you drew a really good duck. Yeah. And then you drew turtle as that well. Was what duck? That was oh. a turtle. Oh, it was, you're, sorry. You're drunk. Yeah. For $12, we'll get. <laughs>
0: Freaking detox ran. We have
1: been talking about ducks a lot. Lately. Yeah, you Sorry. guys have
0: been talking about how ducks are super erotic. And I've, <laughs> I've just been standing back being like, I'm just going to let them work this out.
1: No, I, didn't say that. I misread something about Kingdom Hearts.
0: Yeah, I know what's going on. Anyways, that's uh, ko fi.com slash pdsmios. If you got a few dollars to send our way, we'd really appreciate it. And if you want to hear more podcasts like ours, check out the other podcast at eartrumpetaudio.com. We had some, another new, uh, by the power of School, And then there was a new Love You Like Crazy where they covered one of the, if not the very first, um, young adult novel from the forties. Whoa. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Hearing, uh, hearing the two hosts talk about that book. It sounded incredibly boring, but <laughs> not not the podcast. The podcast is so entertaining like they they just take that and they're they're not afraid to speak their mind on it because you no know, they're they're kind of experts I just really dig it awesome, and uh yeah, lesson
2: from Superfuzz? okay, so uh here's my lesson, all right, okay, so you a member of of organized crime. Yes, I am. All right. You're in Miami. Okay. And you got to go you got to get some money from nice. from um old man. Mm, you you're getting money from some I, I I guess it was a bank with very thin walls. Uh be sure though that when you, you're you're doing your crime in Miami that you wear a super shiny silver hoodie.
0: Oh yeah, so you can be easily identified from
2: the sky. Easily identified in that yep. silver hoodie. We, we
0: didn't really talk about the fashion. We kind of talked about Super Cops fashion, but yeah, what would you guys think?
2: Wow.
1: It was pretty um blue collar, late 70s, early 80s stuff, except for the stuff that the Starlet wore, the one that came from out of town the gangster guys were in these kind of silly leisure sh- suits they were like over the top and yeah some of them had over the top shades on indoors and some of them had like hats oh my gosh that ca- that cowboy hat that he was wearing <laughs> the main guy was it was this was our hero <laughs> Had a cowboy hat on. It was way too small for his head.
0: <laughs> I thought that was just something I was I was
2: mistaking. No, no okay, so it, was, it wasn't just no.
1: It was like he had a kid's hat on. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs>
2: yeah. He's like American, right? This is what American wear. And he's he's played Django in in previous movies. I think he knows
0: a little bit more about Western style hats. No, than fair we enough. Um. Are there all those people on the the cruise ship too? Who's yeah, and,
2: and terrible mustaches. And- man, that that guy with that stare that was behind those guys—that <laughs> was Carl Pilkington. Like he had he yeah. had a round head and a and a goofy grin. a grin, goofy
0: grin, and a and a weird mustache.
2: Oh man! But I gotta say, the hipster with the uh, the uh, um, the pipe. Oh. Yeah, that guy was, for extras, was that? that guy was pretty striking as an extra.
1: I feel like they had the most character development with his girlfriend out of any woman in this. The menswear, I'm going to have to say, wasn't wasn't that great. Yeah. It, it was okay. They, I think they must have been on a low budget for this. But... Um,
0: well, nothing blew up.
1: For her wardrobe... Yeah. I don't think they really, you know, went the extra mile to make it anything special. She just seemed like she was dressed pretty like a a regular girl would have. Uh, Yeah. She had some scoop neck t-shirts and she had like a polyester dress that was buttoned up, but it looked like it may have been like a one piece like outfit with elastic in the waist or something. I did like that her hair was pretty normal. Sometimes people get their hair really styled, for, but she just looked like a regular girl off the street with her hair like that. Yeah, one of those yeah. American girls, yeah. You know, he has every right to consider himself a cowboy if he was in spaghetti westerns in Italy.
0: He was. It's I true. I didn't
1: even think about that. But it is silly that they aren't addressing the fact that he probably has a foreign accent in this. Um,
3: oh, yeah. What are you talking about?
1: <laughs> like Arnold Schwarzenegger, you're supposed to think that's just his robot accent or something. Yeah,
0: I'm John Matrix. I'm from America. <laughs> his robot accent.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then you go to Austria and you're like, everybody sounds like robots oh, here. <laughs> God. <laughs> I'm
3: going to die. that's awesome
1: did you
0: learn anything though from this movie
1: um biggest lesson for me is you shouldn't be in a relationship with a guy that you think could potentially at some point in time try to manipulate you in a way that would make it you know very uncomfortable for you you maybe just try to overpower you in some way I think if this person is capable of that, they probably don't want to spend too much time with them. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, you want to feel safe in your life with people that you trust. Yeah. yeah.
0: You got to wonder what their relationship was like before he had these powers. Ah.
1: I mean, I thought they were pretty into each other in the beginning. Yeah. But you never know.
0: I mean, I think they were. I think they are. But my, not, not to the, the pushy. For some reason, he was just like... Oh, we're getting, ma- oh, we're
2: getting, ma- no. We're getting <laughs> yeah, ma- no, no, no. His attitude, his attitude was that it was no option. It was just going to happen. You know, there was no, your opinion doesn't matter. It's just going down. So the thing
0: I learned from this movie is that you, you got to work really hard in your life to get the, the things that you want. Like, even if something like sets you back, as a kid, you shouldn't just accept that, like, you're cursed or something like that. Uh, for example, like, uh, if, if when you were a baby, somebody dropped a whole bunch of spaghetti on your head, you know? Yeah. You, you shouldn't just accept that, you know, you shouldn't be like, <laughs> why <laughs> me? You know?
1: <laughs> I'm just, I'm just God, saying. I'm so I had to point that out to you guys. <laughs> Well I, I
0: definitely saw the poster, but I, I didn't see that it said why me on the bottom.
1: Yeah, it was a baby with a bowl of spaghetti on his head in this guy's house. And it, underneath of it it said why me.
2: Motivational poster. Yeah.
0: It just he just he saw that at the at the store and was like oh why me? I have to have this in my house. It's got to be.
1: What a story. (laughs) Seriously. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Oh, boy. We'll see you next week, folks. Thanks for listening. Bye. Thank Thank you. you.
2: EarTrumpetAudio.com
3: Ideas and Entertainment
2: Loud and Clear.